and we are on. Yes, we are. Episode one of Covert Cackles. And Verbal Tackles. And Verbal Tackles. Um, I suppose we can just pick up from where we left off, which was Israeli Defence Force. Mad. I mean, it, it asks the question why it's still going on when they have that much more of a force. You would think, yeah, one's playing chess, one's playing checkers. I just like, don't get it, though. Like, What's stopping them from just... I mean, they've got that ground force invasion going on. I Surely don't know. It takes a week, max. Just well, that thing I saw... I saw a thing earlier that was saying, like, there's zero hospitals now open in Gaza. So, like... That's crazy. There's... No one's getting turned back on in Gaza. Like, so, like, surely at some point... I saw another article as well, actually, that said... So, like, they, <laughs> they've called it... Um, they're creating a buffer zone. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they actually mean is they're killing thousands of civilians and um, invading land that doesn't belong to them. So like two like Hague spec war crimes. Yeah. But they're just creating a buffer zone, man. Like and don't what's, sweat. What's it. the point of this buffer zone? What what does it what does it achieve? Well, yeah, because like a buffer from who to who? Like the place is empty, yeah. and like the people that are in it are the ones you wanted a buffer from. So. If you clear it out, what are you what are you buffering? It's, it's just a like it's YouTube on a shit connection, just eternal buffering. So I was reading something today. If Britain goes to war for whatever reason, they they reckon they have to enlist the public. Like it has to be a, a, a draft because they don't have a large enough military force. I'm gonna fall down every flight of stairs. But that's what I was thinking here and right? like, the UK. I started getting worried. I was like, God damn. Well, we, New Zealand. We chance to be. Drafted. I'm not slagging off the New Zealand military, but like in the grand scheme of things, like they'll you guys will send your army, mm. all of it, and the rest of the world will be like, "Yeah, all right, that'll do." They're not going to be like, "No, give us more." Like you're fucking miles away, and like you could invade New Zealand from the air with a fucking BB gun and a crop duster. Like, <laughs> go on, you need to add loudly though. Is that, is in that Yemen the, is it the Yemen yeah. thing to Six. be fair though apparently Six New Zealand's people. like SAS are like fucking badass as fuck they um they did um training for the Ukrainians as well like the, the SAS really? got sent over there like specifically just to train civilians how to fucking thug nasty some Russians <laughs> like <laughs> I, I just imagine them all going over with drones they're like listen guys this is what you're gonna do We've like got here's an these, Xbox like, controller dollar drones from the warehouse with strapped mortars to them and you're just gonna fly them into people that's actually genius instead of sending over the SAS to train a bunch of adults how to be like like military soldiers train a bunch of children who are already like pros with Xbox controllers yeah. how to use those controllers to control a drone instead of a Rocket League car I was about to say it's basically Rocket League <laughs> except the goal explosions are way more, <laughs> way more realistic <laughs> imagine what a way to go like like if I mean, that, you have seen that, the videos. If, if you get killed by one of those and, like, when you die, the first thing you see in the afterlife isn't just, like, a replay of your kill, <laughs> <laughs> then that is bullshit. Yeah, man, that's, it's a fucking wild new kind of warfare. Just a drone buzzing around 400 metres above your head. Yeah, well, there's that one... Bombs. There's, the, like, a, this geezer... Fuck knows what his name is. I'll need to look it up. But this geezer does a TED Talk and he's talking about AI drones. 
and this thing's got like a it looks like just like a cap gun attached to it mm. and he like throws it out over the crowd and then within like a split second it auto corrects its position mm. and then pops a hole in the head of this mannequin yeah. that stood next to the guy I have seen that it's and fucking insane it's pretty what even up. what a, uh, that's the other thing it's an assassination we, we, we don't need to surely then the British don't need to um, what's it called the, what's the word um, conscript anyone if you can just get a just fucking just launch guns. a big drone with a bunch of cluster bombs oh yeah, yeah. they're obviously not that arsed about the Geneva Convention look at Palestine and Israel and Ukraine and Gaza like the Geneva Convention only really applies if you if you lose. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's be honest. That's like, facts. That's facts. But yeah, I was thinking about the draft and I was like, damn, man, like this possibility that we get called up to war. And then I realized I'm 28. They go like 20, yeah, they 21, start with 22, the kids 23, first. 24, 25, I don't 18, know, 19. I don't know how it works in New Zealand, but in the UK, so our equivalent yeah. of um, IRD number has two letters at the start and a letter at the end and so the letters represent what year you're born in so like I'm 95 so I'm PA maybe I shouldn't disclose I'm not going to tell you the middle numbers because then, then you really <laughs> steal my identity and then the last letter is C which means that out of all the now 28 year olds in Britain I'm in the third round of the draft so I've got 18 to 28 all of those motherfuckers have got to die. And then 226, I assume it goes through to Z, 226 of my um, of my age group will be dead before, before me. Before Jake is given a submachine gun. Can you imagine? Woods. I shouldn't be allowed sharp scissors sometimes, <laughs> to be honest. See, we're lucky though. We've both had ACLs. We can just be like, I can't walk up. That is true. It's a struggle, man. Mm. We just be conscientious objectors. Yeah, like I'd um, love to help. I'm gonna go to some Palestine rallies. You guys have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll fly the drones, man. I feel like you can be far away true. from the action. We've got like six controllers, yeah. seven controllers yeah. in this house. We could literally, we should just write a letter to the army now, just I'm saying. Go to Rocket League as well. And Rocket League, and yeah. say, look, we should collab. That could be it. The first CCC, <laughs> the first CCVT collab. We're collabing with. Rocket League and the New Zealand Defence Force to bring you actual death Rocket League warfare. I don't know. Yeah, so it's a buzzy prospect. Like, we could get smoked at any time by anyone in any of these places. Mm. So, yeah, it's a bit, a bit of a grim... story, stay away from war. It does feel like we're edging closer and closer to it, though. Well, I mean, it's, I don't know, Paz said something earlier that kind of made sense, which is rare. Um, And he was like, they're just testing us with shit. So, like, obviously, they suggest, like, some grand conspiracy. I'm not that tin hat. But you don't need to be that tin hat to be like, was COVID potentially, like, some sneaky social conditioning exercise? Maybe. Like... Uh, they're just they're having a fucking all-out warfare and wiping people off the face of the earth and everyone's just watching it on tv and is like oh yeah that's shocking we should care about that but like as much as like power to you going and protesting outside the whatever embassy in new zealand is like is showing discontent going to change the situation from this far away Mm. and like in the grand scheme of things if new zealand go we are calling for a ceasefire. If I'm 
the Israeli Prime Minister, I'm going, well, you're going to have to call fucking louder because I can't hear you from over here. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, he's going to be like, nah, sorry. Really just powerless to do like, anything, I, I think. Although yeah. some would disagree with that a lot. Well, I mean, that's the reason people are out there doing these things. Yeah, hundred percent. Like it's, it definitely like, it makes a difference in the social kind of like it raises awareness of it. Means that people don't just like I don't know. It's almost like it's almost like just like makes it more news. Like it just means that more people get it in front of them. Mm. But then it's just more people aware of it, but mm. like not actually really capable of doing anything tangible to fix it like yeah. at this point like if you're donating money to like help you're not you're not donating money to help the fight because Hamas are a terrorist organization allegedly but you're just donating money to help survivors like mm. that the you've seen on the news like a tangible switch in all of the wording around it it's now like yeah yeah but see like, I can get behind that like help people that are in bad situations that, that that's a good thing yeah but if you help but, how do you like the other question is, where are all these people going as well? Surely the best thing New Zealand could do to help is just be like, I don't know, Invercargo looks pretty dank, kids, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and inject a few thousand people oh, into that man. economy. Or I don't know. Start it all sorry, again people from Invercargo, but like, yeah. fuck, there's a reason that there's not a million people living in Invercargo, and it's not because it's sick. But That's fair. a lot of myth. But there will. There'll be meth and opiates. I yeah. feel like Palestine's probably opiate city. Well, that probably is, but probably because you can grow it there as well. Yeah, hundred. I don't see anyone growing poppies in, in Chicago. Although, yeah, if true. you could, they would do it. Could be dank. Yeah. That would make Invercargill way more presentable. I mean, I'd go down. I'd be, <laughs> check yeah, it out. <laughs> like anywhere, look like it would make fucking Invercargill look like Disneyland. It'd yeah, be yeah. fucking skicks. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It would definitely be a buzzy, buzzy affair. The uh, I was also thinking earlier, just on a tangent. Yeah. Um. So, you got those um. What are they called? Hayo oh, kitsu. Um, yeah, yeah. Those fucking um RTD lemonades. So they had on their box number one RTD in Japan. Yes. Yes, they did. And then Boss Coffee, number one, fucking coffee in a can in yeah. japan yeah that should be their motto if it isn't it's something way it less to fun to like say that. than that yeah. but it should be that so like what else represents itself as like number one in japan which got me thinking so i was like <laughs> what's like top of the charts and i was like surely like the hub's gotta be dirt in japan <laughs> it's gonna be tentacles for days Just but then oh, that then that then got me thinking how many um, categories either in Japan where tentacles is the number one <laughs> answer. So like sushi, tentacles could be the top <laughs> sushi. On the hub, top category could be tentacles. Very well. What else could be tentacles? Like top sex toy sold, just like a, oh, a little tentacle oh, item. Some shit. That's dirt though. Yuck. Ugh. They, they then I respect it. Everyone has their own proclivities, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just I, obviously once I travelled a bit, like loads of less, loads of food became like less mad. Like <laughs> what I mean is like before I'd like been travelling to me, like eating squid was mad. I was like, that is dirt. Why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> and then I went to Thailand yeah. <laughs> and walked down fucking 
Kosan Road or is that no, one in Dog Co- and cockroach and, and decided squid bro, wasn't all that All bad. sorts, bro. I was eating scorpions and yeah. all sorts. And I was like, fuck, you. actually, you know what? Maybe I'll eat cauliflower. I'm actually, <laughs> not, I, I, like, I don't dislike it that much. <laughs> no, I hate cauliflower. Boo cauliflower. I, I don't know. I'm like, it's one of those. I don't know if there's any of those things when you were a kid. But like my entire childhood, my mom was like, when you're older, your taste buds are going to change. And I was like, no, fuck Pure you, mum. I'm always going to hate broccoli. When I moved out of my parents' house, I was pulling all my shit out of my drawers and I found maybe a hundred dried up pieces of vegetable that I'd <laughs> hidden in my room <laughs> from when I was a kid. And I'd like stick pieces of cauliflower in the back of my sock drawer or like behind books in my room because I was being forced to eat it and didn't want to. That's so, hilarious. <laughs> little black pieces of dried up cauliflower being found that is like <laughs> i don't know if i ever i never really got away with that like but then also i think that was a combination of like there was some things my mum just knew better than to even put in something like she's like this this is just going to result in culinary disaster because mm. he's just not going to eat now see i'd just be walked up on and given three pieces of raw broccoli and just been like you're fucking eating this oh nah none of that and I'd have had a fucking meltdown oh I had many a meltdown but my um like my solution was just pick it out and then de- but then demolish everything else mm. other than what I didn't like and just leave the thing I didn't like and be like but I literally ate everything else like come on yep. you want it in the food so you can have it but I don't I don't necessarily need that fucking weird leaf bullshit but also uh, that was my main gripe as a child was salad like rocket salad i was like what the fuck is the point in eating that it just it smells like a bush it probably tastes like a bush it's like eating grass it's just yeah like fucking i've got better shit to eat but then now i've yeah my mum was right and so i've like started appreciating a bit of rocket in summit mum was right standard is there any have you had a <laughs> any like things like that like where they've been like just do this because it will it will help you out in this way or like eventually I mean, when you're older you're gonna feel thing. this I way was, about something i was such an anti-vegetable kid and then growing up getting into like late teens just being like ah, oh, it's actually pretty fucking important i fucking for years i didn't eat potatoes i, I made a fucking absolute mess i was like i fucking hate eating baked it was specifically <laughs> baked french fries like it was, was it was specifically baked potatoes i was uh, like nah yeah. fuck off i'm not eating that and like this was the thing is so this happened for like seven years it wasn't until i was i don't know maybe seven or eight i was missing out on like my mom makes banging baked potatoes like mm. buttery cheesy dippy fucking extravaganzas spring on you like veg and shit like it's lit and what was on the side rocket didn't eat it so i literally just had a whole plate of misery and then one day i just woke up in the morning and i thought you know what baked potatoes could be the one and now i'm a baby and then it was they honestly i like it's just such a simple thing to be like why the fuck don't i like that yeah oi stop washing things you you fucking prick so apologies to the couple of listeners. Um, Sammy Harris has decided not the American Sammy Harris um, has he's decided to wash his plates while we're casting. But Rude bastard. 
he um, will be one of the guests at, on the cast at some point. Uh, oh, that's the other thing. That's the thing we got to talk about. How many, how many casts do we do? Like minimum. What's the minimum number of casts we do before? Like, if it's still just us two listening to it, we were like, okay, that's, that's we've done X <laughs> amount of podcasts too many. <laughs> well, that depends, man. I mean, well, apparently it's fifty casts is what it takes for you to like build even like a following. A that's small like, following. Like not even when I say a small following, I mean like like one person that's not in your social circle and then the rest yeah. of it's just your mates like pity listening yeah. and hoping you say something funny it depends what the goal is right like it's just like chat shit really and exactly. get like interesting people on to have chats about stuff that's interesting if i can look back on it and not be like completely absorbed with either cringe or just hatred for listening to myself yeah it does like, get a bit fun like at the time why stop yeah well, eventually what will happen is either it will be a really good cast and it will do all right, or we'll hate hearing each other's voice and it <laughs> yeah. will be a disaster and we'll all have to Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll end up killing you, Jake. I mean, <laughs> I've, yeah, I feel like there's Sam's another in the occasion background just that you cleaning can... <laughs> and drying dishes as quietly as humanly possible. Sam Harris is putting away plates like a ninja in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Too good. Too Apologies good. to the eardrums of our listeners. I mean, you've already suffered through, whoa, 54 minutes. You're kidding. 54 minutes of our voice. That can't be right. It, maybe not. Ha, has it been recording like the, the entire time since we first set, set up? Nah, I don't think it is. I think it's, it's recorded in beats, so. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know how many beats per second we're figuring it out folks we'll get there yeah we're we're learning as we go essentially the podcast consists of my laptop with a free version of garage band and two microphones that are of reasonable averageness mm. you forgot the two absolute spares lords as well and and yeah like the funniest thing is is there all the things that i've said that suck suck way less than than we do they're like, as i said we'll get there Every day is a school day. 50 podcasts. Maybe that's the goal. 50 casts. Maybe 50 casts. What day is it? What Thursday. day of the week? Yes, Thursday. Thursday. So Thursday's cast. Thursday cast. We'll have training on Thursdays. Oh, duh. Don't want to do Mondays because Mondays are shite. Yeah, Mondays are and shit enough as they are. Miserable. I mean, Wednesday would work. Well, Wednesday or Sunday, right? Wednesday. Sunday is dangerous because mm. like, it could go either way. And it will like, go either and way. And it means yeah. that, yeah, like whether like because if if we're doing it 50 casts like and it's every sunday you've got a like regardless of what shape you're in you've got to be on the cast yeah and i can see myself not doing that well yeah but like i'll i'll gaffer tape a microphone to your sleeping head and annoy <laughs> and you by keeping you away i mean then also you know out of the two of us who gets the worst hangovers and if it went the uh, other no, way i have I, uh, are you are you saying that I get the worst hangover? No, I'm saying worst, I get the worst. I was going to say I have never seen a man in the kind of state, bro. That bad you were shape. In, in my first night in Gisborne over New Year, bro. Bad my shape. My God, Jake, you were rocking back and forth. It was just like I think I, I'm not like I'm not playing excuses here, but like I'm Scottish, so like I grew up and like summer was like I don't know. This is a spitball, but like 17 degrees was yeah. hot, and I'm cruising around and like. 
24 degrees at what time was that seven in the morning yeah yeah fuck off it was it was a blistering heat i'm hanging out my ass banging headache mouth dry as a badger's ass and it's and my body can't regulate its heat because i was um on um medication that um regulated caused me to have irregular heat management that's the weirdest way to put it but you know what i mean apparently i do and well like it caused me to not be able to control my body heat but it was already hot so like i thought it was hot like cold but i was actually like roasting and sweating and so i'd like put a jumper on and sweat more Mm. that was the level of like lack of control i had over my temperature pure fucked upness miserable and then i was what was it i was was waiting to get in the shower and some kind of was just fucking in there for years so i was just pacing between definitely pairs, the bottom of the stairs his mornings where he stands outside the shower for 40 seconds and goes oh for fuck's sake yeah when he does that and i'm just like <laughs> mate what do you mean i got in the shower like fucking five minutes ago and the best thing is is it's always the times when that's genuinely the case like don't get me wrong like fucking hell uh yeah i've been in the shower for like 25 minutes no dramas mm. but that those the times where he's kicked off i've been like bro i literally just got in give me a fucking break (laughs) that'd be like me coming home from work and sammy being in the bathroom and being like get the fuck out like he's not getting out of there you bitch i deserve this bathroom he's fucking busy (laughs) (laughs) he looked like he wanted to say something there he's he's bit his tongue bro have you ever seen nasa's no, but I'd love to see it. He can't spill, and exactly like a Bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've got... What is it? A NASA oh, fuck. Coffee cup. Right, we've got NASA's coffee cup, designed specifically not to spill in zero gla- uh, gravity. Dude. It's like a dumpling. What the fuck? It's like a really mean vagina. Yeah. Yikes! Reckon what's her name? What's the name of that bird that was smelling that was sell, <laughs> smelling the cell selling the smell of a fanny as perfume? That's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's something you would know. Sam. Now what? What was her name? It was some. It was called like Goop or something like that. Goop. Oh, that's Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. That's yeah, her it's, thing. Yeah, smell, yeah, it yeah. That was candles, wasn't it? Oh, you can buy Can't... anything off her. You can buy fucking pieces of plastic that tune your balls into Violence, the world I don't like, know what kind of shit but yeah so she has candles that smell like her fanny but like is she being honest like does her fanny even smell remotely <laughs> like it or does it smell a bit, <laughs> a bit we have to buy one of these candles now and, and, oh, no, and catch a whiff no because I feel like she would lie and she'd make it smell like really good yeah 100% like, this is exactly how I smell Jack and she then just like rubs like her candles on her fanny like every time she goes in public just so that if anyone tries to like paparazzi a sniff <laughs> it smells the same Paz would be a good sniffing paparazzi <laughs> he would be he would be a oh, snifferazzi <laughs> I'm feeling like that's a word no one's ever said yeah I feel like it might be it might be I keep fucking sitting trying to sit down can we talk about how addicted I am to vaping and how much this fucking sucks not being able to do it yeah I'm in the same boat I I was talking to someone at work earlier about it and I was just like it's weird because like I've been 
I've I've tried drugs that have been mm. like pretty Moorish, but like not as Moorish as a vape. And like kids have vapes over here. Like, no, it's crazy. I'm, you see like sixteen year olds just like groups of these little ruffians walking around with vapes. Do you know what I think they should do? I think they should add something to vapes that if you do too much of it, it makes you gurn. <laughs> so like you can't vape too much otherwise you're gonna look fucked and you're gonna get sacked <laughs> i mean what do you what would you have to add to it mdma <laughs> um just coated around the mouth no well, it's got to be it's literally it's got to be an amphetamine of some time i'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure i'm pretty sure it's amphetamines that make you really jaw swing. going going and and your eyes big so like yeah 100% we need to create vegetable glycerin infused with amphetamines and we'll be on yeah yeah have you seen the um that new caffeine supplement that's being marketed it's called bump Mm. it's literally being sold in little like pill containers white powder and it's called bump yeah what the fuck is that is that in new zealand as well i don't know if it's in new zealand but i've, I've been seeing this around i've seen people talk about it Bruh. they are marketing sniffable so you hunt like have a bump <laughs> i don't know it's kind of like i reckon if you look at like fucking the business directory and look at the directors of that company they're probably all coke lords and they're like aha <laughs> this will get them onto the white powder that they're allowed yeah, yeah. while they're underage and then once they get to a pub and find some geezer with a bag they're like that looks familiar mm. bosh cokehead marketing yeah, every, every kid wanted to sniff something or sniffed something yeah what's the weirdest thing you've ever sniffed the weird <laughs> by that I mean like directions. put up your nose not like, like, like I know you've sniffed. definitely I don't, been I don't know if some I've insufflated any, any weird uh things just you know sure but at my school was like the thing smoking candy cigarettes pretending because in scotland it was cold enough that you could like breathe in yeah and then breathe out and it would actually look like smoke definitely a thing did you ever do the cinnamon coils cinnamon cinnamon is like that the like you know how you have a quill of cinnamon like the actual oh like like it looks like a cigar chocolatey ones no it's like it's like a a, a cinnamon quill no it it looks a bit like a cigar you can light one end and puff away on it and it smokes perfectly like a cigar well not perfectly like a cigar but relatively it smokes close like enough well enough and it tastes kind of does it make you cough shitloads? you don't breathe that shit in oh like it's you're just oh, it like you a just... cigar you're just like and you're 14 years old with your your mate that lives two doors down puffing cinnamon quills out in the front yard thinking you're fucking cool i mean Sounds pretty cool to me. No, I, mean, I just remember sitting outside my pre- my primary school with the yeah the little like lolly the like candy sticks mm. and just like oh yeah fuck <laughs> I'm fucking hard me look at me go and in actual fact I was, yeah you sound was, like you're a bit of a delinquent back in back in what high school primary school primary school mostly like yeah, yeah. to be honest I think like I yeah I was just like a mouthy cunt and then I came to New Zealand and like got hiding and was like okay i'll chill out (laughs) (laughs) like sound but nah and in the uk i think if i'd stayed in the uk i'd my i'd have been like either yeah i don't know what i'd have done to be honest um because i don't think i would have done well at school at all you think you'd have done worse in the uk oh fuck yeah 
you think that's because it's harder over there no i think it's because i was like i was one in like however many more at my school like i was one in yeah, two thousand yeah, yeah. at my school yeah, in, in scotland and i was a mouthy little shit and mm. they had loads of other cunts to deal with that were dickheads whereas kiwis are generally pretty chilling like mm. and even the dickheads it's like pfft. they're not that bad yeah like, like there's no pouring pig's blood on you tell them to the, sit outside the and they'll go and sit outside they won't yeah. walk down the hallway booting in windows yeah. like <laughs> there was this guy um what will i call him instead of his actual name um marvin uh, that I went to school with and he was like the first kid at my school which is the most like verge name instead of like name dropping some guy I mean no one's listening to this there's this guy Dylan <laughs> there is this name guy drop Dylan him. and he was like the first kid that I knew um, like ever that smoked weed bearing in mind like as a full scale idiot when I was a kid like I didn't know my parents smoked weed my entire childhood till I was like 13, 14 like because someone came around our house and was like your house smells at like my house and i was like so that's weird maybe we use the same for reasons she was like, like no dad. look there's a rock of hash sitting on the bookcase you reject and i was like oh yeah oh shit i had a similar experience i remember the first time i ever was exposed to weed was going around to like my 14 15 year old girlfriend's house and smelling it and then her freaking out and being like he promised he wouldn't do that while you were here i was like do what like, <laughs> <laughs> what it smells weird but like, i don't know what it is it smells good yeah yeah <laughs> can your dad give me some of that yeah, god damn but yeah no the um the aroma of weed gave the game away and mm. um, what was i as saying it often does mm-hmm. as it often does mm. i can't remember what we were talking about before that <laughs> was it marvin marvin <laughs> yeah so yeah dylan is his actual name sorry sorry lad but you get named up but yeah bro he was like i don't know we i mean we <laughs> i was about to say he was like four foot tall but like we were all like four foot tall at that point <laughs> but like he was shorter than the rest of us um and so like again if i'm probably gonna get my he's gonna be like a fucking six foot six beefcake now and fly over and kick my cunt in yeah. but he's a little dude and but he had like a bit of like wee man syndrome vibes and he was a bit of like a bit of a ned and so he was like smoking weed and coming to class and like he like reeked like of weed and had like massive puffy red eyes and he just sat in class and like all of us are he's like no i'm not stoned and all of us don't know what stone looks like and we're like okay yeah well yeah maybe he's just fuck he looks well allergic to something having no idea what's going on and the teacher just takes one look at him and it's just like out <laughs> which in hindsight probably means that the teachers were well sound that's fair yeah was Dude, there I did you a... have teachers that were like just sound at school like out of all like there were some teachers that were just like you'd take them or leave them but there was teachers where it was like oh yeah i'm in that class that's fucking sound. yes man like we've um all the guys i went to high school with there's like a select group of teachers that maybe 10 plus occasions we've ended up out drinking with them That's as jokes. adults and just hearing the stories of the things you did in their classes but from that perspective from like the teacher being like the one that was raging at you mm. it's like a hilarious story that you bring up all the time around your mates then you're like sitting there having a beer with the teacher that was screaming at you you're like what were you thinking and he's like you're, you're just fu- you're a fucking idiot yeah. <laughs> like, i had no choice but to call you a fucking idiot i mean it do be like that. Yeah. I've never got on the piss with teachers before, but I had 
Who did I have? Mr. Squire in Scotland Ooh. at Hindland. He was the techie teacher. I feel like everyone had a techie teacher or two that were sound. Yeah. Like, they were either, like, sound because they were young or they were sound because they were, like, crippled alcoholics. Ours <laughs> 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 was the latter. Glasgow had loads of them. Oh, also, like, in hindsight, a favourite, but at the time hated him, had this guy called Mr. McNichol. Mm. And he used to play for Preston North End and he was built like a no fucking way. brick shit house. <laughs> uh, but he, like, he, like, had an inflection at the end of his voice like a kiwi yeah. but with a scottish accent and angry so he'd be like i'm gonna go away from the mic because it's gonna be he'd be like my name is mr squire and oh, i will yeah. be teaching you maths and just like raise up his yeah, voice yeah, at the end yeah. of every sentence it was i like, can almost picture him now it was just because he knew I'm, I'm imagining a ginger mustache as well oh is that no, at home no no he's bald bald oh. he's too old to have him well that sounds bad but <laughs> but then he used to just go out for like so we'd go out and play football or whatever on the astroturf or go out because we could leave school during breaks and he'd just be stood in an alleyway down the side of the school just chaining fags with the French teacher, Miss Sanderson. It was like her and him were the only teachers in yeah. the school that smoked out the front. They were just like, I oh, don't don't get a fuck. <laughs> yeah, shit. You'll learn someday. <laughs> Can I ask your thoughts on the Strickland Drickus fight? The Strickers, I know we were sitting here in a bit of a state watching it. But. Yeah, nah. Um I I don't know. I feel like I've kind of got a bit of an unpopular opinion. Mm. Like, so like watching the watching the fight back, like in like in more detail, mm. it's a lot closer than I thought. But at the time, like any unless you you would have to have been sat mm. scoring it hit for hit, like for it to be close because yeah, visually yeah, yeah. it looked like from round three <clears> onwards. <throat> Drickus was tired and oh no sorry Strickland was tired yeah, yeah. and Drickus was in the ascendancy and was like had him on the ground was grappling him was like yeah, just yeah. on the attack a bit more but he wasn't necessarily landing as like as many but like he was doing like you saw Strickland's face bro he got well I mean they both got fucking yeah, yeah. pieced up I think it's but, interesting because how know. many people now have like I haven't seen a fight finish and there'd be such differing opinions amongst like yeah, everyone it was, that talks it, about it, it was like, just a one bit, person it, saying Strickland definitely won someone like Cormier coming out and saying that. I don't know if it was him and then it was a really other close just fight like, well Dana came out in the post fight and yep. was like yeah I, th- I, th- I thought Strickland won the fight yeah. like outright and then Drickus is up getting interviewed and they're like oh um, so what are your thoughts on people that say that oh no it's not even that he's mm. like oh just for the record like do people think that I lost and um, I think it's oh, I can't remember the geezer's name from the Mac Life he's sound as fuck Mm. he interviews Dan Hooker heaps is like so does that mean like does that mean like what about Dana like he's he said that yeah and they're like oh what he's like I don't what does he say he's like I don't give a fuck he's like fuck that I won and it's like I think if he watches it back he'll know like sitting there I thought it was a, a if either one of them won there was going to be contention across the board like it, it's just such a close one yeah it would have had to have been like really convincing like but I don't know I just thought I just had a feeling that because I've not really seen an example of Drickus having like a weak chin like mm. getting like parked on his arse aggressively like and he's won like a fair few fights by submission like he's big and he can march forward but mm. like 
um mason was saying when he was around like he's got a real awkward style mm. where like it doesn't like look like he's learned how to throw punches from someone that knows how to throw punches <laughs> but like his grappling is like sufficient enough that if your main game is striking he's a problem mm. like i think and then this is where mason will probably disagree with me is but that makes him a problem for adesanya because like can adesanya wrestle yes but is it at like an insane level we've only seen him grapple once in recent times and like yes he did well but like not against someone who like was decent at wrestling like i say that and that um, the more i think about that thing actually struggling in a stand-up game because i mean it wasn't a whole lot of wrestling was it yeah no but he but that's because he had just like control Mm. like strickland just couldn't move or was in there was a lot of wriggling for bits but i don't know i think yeah what do you reckon round three round four round See, five i have a bit of a, i haven't rewatched it at all i have a bit of a, a foggy memory of it um but I, I remember my takeaways and that was when the fight started obviously i had no idea who was going to win yeah going through first round strickland paced him up it was a it almost looked like he was untouchable yeah so second round a bit of that as well he, he was, was just he was almost leaving. putting another adesanya beat down on yeah him. it was looking like it could go that way but whatever whatever changes had to be I'm made in Drickus's corner to readjust. He's, Bro, Drickus had fucking Alejandro. Uh, what's his name? Um, not Alejandro Pantoja. Um, um, what's his name? The fucking geezer that just fought Izzy. Um, my brain's gone. Oh, that was in Sean's corner. Um, fucking. Oh, was that in Sean's corner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pereira, yeah, yeah. Alex Pereira. Yeah, Fuck, yeah. sorry. Yeah, I'm sitting there. You know, he, he's fucking starched Sean Strickland as well. Yeah. Having him in your corner is like, oof. can you imagine having the guy that fucking knocked you out on a world stage? But then surely, like, that's going to help fu- you out. Yeah, but like, surely that's a misplay from Strickland because, like, middleweight is very like Pereira could come back. Like, he would have to cut mm. weight aggressively, and he couldn't miss weight again. But like, Pereira could come back to middleweight, and like, if he's been in your mm. corner, he knows all oh, your secrets full. Like, yeah, but he's gonna... not in your corner. Like, if you're in someone's corner, you're seeing their deepest, mm. darkest training. Whereas, like, if you're cornering for someone, you can corner for someone and not give away like loads of your tactics. You can teach them a couple of bits and bobs. But mm. if you think you're going to be fighting for the championship against them at any point, you keep a couple of moves up your sleeve, surely. Yeah, I see that. If there's any chance, and like to be honest, like Pereira just looks like he should be kicking fuck out of people like he's like such a freak <laughs> he looks like the easter island heads i've seen the memes going around <laughs> bro he's a freak yeah, a legitimate a freak Christ. can you imagine squaring up to one of those guys and just having them look down on you not really eh? I... pretty not fucking fearsome for... sight just knowing what you're in for but why can't i I'm just trying to see if I can do minutes and that. Yeah. We'll figure it out before the sorry, we'll figure it out before the next cast. Okay. Sorry, I was just trying to <laughs> try to figure out how many minutes we're going for. This is gonna be like either so annoyingly long that you don't want to listen to it, or you've made it this far and like And then thanks. props to you, mate. You made it through the test run. You know, yeah. we can only get better from here. And should we <laughs> should we cast end? here or yeah yeah i think, I think it's probably a good idea test cast one this is what is it what was your what was your nickname for the day oh what was my nickname for the day oh double dinner you're double dinner this is double dinner and horse leg <laughs> signing out sayonara Say-
さよなら。